Hello there and welcome to Dance of the Soul. And we are here. Um, actually, I'm the only one here right now. Regan usually pops in, but uh, there's something that always comes comes up between us. So I have not heard from him, but we'll worry about that when it comes. But I know I can carry on. So the Dance of the Soul today is something that I wanted to talk about. I'm Natasha Venter. I am a medium, intuitive, personal awareness coach, and I am one that really understands the other side of the dimensions. The other dimensions are ones that are where, you know, we have our spirits. That's where like Sasquatch or Bigfoot lives. That's where a lot of um, the Fae live. Uh, that's where, uh, and they're you screaming because they're like, yay, we like that when you call us the Fae. You know, and Fae could be something that you see a lot of, um, you know, they just look different, you know, and they, the Fae are someone who, you know, they can look very magical. Oops, sorry, lights. They look magical. Uh, not always what we think that they're going to look like. Um, these are card, some of the card readings. You know, they they can look very interesting, you know. And a lot of these shows that are cryptic shows, you know, that show these different beings that, you know, oh, I like this one. <laughs> I think this one really suits a lot of what we might see out of the corner of our eye. And a lot of the Fae, you know, are somebody who, you know, they just don't always look like what we think they should. You know, sometimes we, out the corner of our eyes, we see something dark. And that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit today because it's the Day of the Soul or the um, Saint, All Saints Day or uh, the Day of the Dead. Uh, it's Halloween was yesterday. This is the time when spirit, the veils are thin. And we see, and I don't know if you felt this, but I know I have a hard time. I have a hard time driving on Halloween. And it's not just because of the human goblins and the goblins. It's about the whole thickness of spirit. Spirit, and it was really thick this time. And I talked to other intuitives that they were saying, oh, yeah. I mean, I get, it's like I don't even want to open up my door because I'm afraid of who's going to come in. And as we go through life and have managed our lives, that I feel like that it's actually gotten thicker and thicker and thicker because the veil, I'm going to call it the veil, is getting thin. Oh, there's Regan. Hi, Regan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sorry I didn't see you there. Um, it's all right. <laughs> you're, in, you're in a different place. Yeah. Matter of fact, I, I just woke up. Something woke me up 10 minutes ago. I took a sleeping pill this morning because I was having trouble with my cough again. Yeah. Sleep all night. So I took a sleeping pill and then um, that was at uh, eight o'clock this morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, congratulations walking up, waking up after it. I know for me, wow. That's the view from your apartment. That's the ocean. Yeah. Congratulations. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? That is amazing. Oh, wave. what a gift. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's just, we just love it here so far. So I had to, <clears throat> we, we're here to get furniture today. And well, we've been here for three days to get furniture and uh, slowly come in. We still don't have any chairs and we don't have a couch. And uh, 
don't have a dining set, but the, the bedroom set came and a whole bunch of little stuff, you know, kitchen stuff and pots and pans and all that. <clears throat> so uh, Patty's must be out somewhere, uh, you know, home goods or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to have the chairs delivered today and they haven't come yet, I see. So hopefully they won't do that in the middle of the broadcast. But Well, if you do need to dash, you know me, I can always... I manage what we're doing and you know i don't know if you got a chance to read my text um no i didn't i just rushed yeah tried to well, figure to, a way to set this up where i could uh see you yeah no I, i'm grateful i'm grateful so the one thing that um oh so if he does the chirping and the chopping again you know we're just gonna let him you know do his little cough and we're not gonna worry about it um because i'm grateful that you're getting healthier but coughs take forever to get rid of them yeah, they do because of the, uh, you know, I find because I had whooping cough a lot when I was younger. Wow. And and so with that, that um, or a form of it, it was a stress cough. And so it just was something that would never really go away. And I noticed that the 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 more I coughed, the deeper the scratch got. Going down <laughs> the throat. Yeah. And then the trigger would happen. And so that's where um, I really work with honey really well. Yeah, I, honey used, yeah, I I, I got to get some more at the store at home. I used uh, all the honey up, and uh, since we came down here, I did. I haven't got it, but I I'll yeah. But you you have to use honey that crystallizes. It okay. can't be. Uh, this is what I found. It can't be like um, the local store that comes in from Hawaii <laughs> or wherever. It has. Yeah. If you can get it local. Yeah, raw. So it's your honey. local it's raw, raw honey. honey. And even if it crystallizes, it's better. But And what I found was even if I put it in water, it dilutes it. it it's me even just taking like a little table teaspoon and just putting a, a little bit on and just letting it s just slowly Let go it down dissolve. the throat. And then if I don't, um, and I usually I even did that before <laughs> I brushed my, after I brushed my teeth so that I would do that, go to bed, let it sit on my throat and let it heal my throat during the night. Yo. And or I would do it like morning, midday, you know, and I would just let as long as I could let it sit there without, you know, swallowing. Yeah, the better I the better off I was. And um, and I would notice and then I would start working on it. <clears throat> Sometimes yeah. I'd have to cough. But I mean, and you're in a different place because you, you're working on an infection. But uh, but that that's what I noticed that if I could just do that good, honey, it has to be the good, honey. Okay. That that would do that because I can't take cough medicine. I it doesn't work with me. So okay, but I, I guess I'm, you know, I'm going to go over the store. Found out it's uh, the grocery store just about a mile away. So it's not oh, that. good. Yeah, and, and but I don't know if you can find this stuff at at um, the good honey is usually not at the grocery <laughs> the local stores. It's usually at, probably a GNC a health food store. Uh that's even uh, that's even um, uh, <clears throat> you know worldwide. It's that. It's like going down into the co-op or the uh, oh. or the the fruit stand or the yeah. you know the soup or the you know the street markets or you know um, those kinds of things. So just as an idea for you. Um, okay. But I was kind of talking about that um, since yesterday was Halloween. Oh yeah. And today is the day. Um, you know, it's November first, so it's the um, Day of the Dead in a lot of traditions that I don't know if you noticed how thick spirit was. Well, you're in California. I'm in Washington, but yeah. 
Oh, I, I had a hard time walking outside. It was so thick for me. Mm, you mean it was like more negative than it was? Uh... A spirit is spirit. <clears throat> and that's what I thought we could talk about today was a little bit okay. about how, you know, there's the, is a ghost a ghost, a spirit a ghost, is a ghost a spirit, is a, is, what happens with my loved one when they pass? Uh, you know, that whole cliche, why is this place haunted? And yet others move on. Um, you know, it's that whole dance. And I was talking about the veil was thin. And then I heard when I was saying about um, the, the veil and, and on the other side of the veil is like the phase, um, Bigfoot, um, uh, a lot of that. And I was starting to show <laughs> pictures of what the phase were, you know, oh. the fairies, the phase. And there's different ones. And I love this guy. This guy is just hilarious. Oh, What's the, what's the <laughs> name of that card? Um, so this is uh, um, Naval. Well, let me get let me get the book because it's easier to. He writes in cursive, so and it's not a font that's really easy to read when you're uh, uh, when you're trying very, to do. Two... Uh, that's a very beautiful drawing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, he spent a lot of time with the Fay doing this. These cards. Um, it's um, uh, Brandon Foud. Oh, it's a it's an oracle deck or an oracle deck. OK, yeah. Which and is, um, <clears throat> is different than the tarot card deck. Uh, yes or and no. Just a different way of the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. This is that connection with the face. So tarot decks are they're centuries old. And like the three of swords deals with this, the, the four of kings, you know, deals with that. And, and so each card has a meaning. I don't do tarot because of the fact that um, for me, it takes more studying than my dyslexic brain wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to, do, to do tarot or what about like your cards now? How did you learn? How did you learn how to interpret them? So the Oracle cards that I use, the ones that are like this. Mm -hmm. Oops, that, that one's backwards. The ones that are, are my Oracle cards that have like these, you know, there's enough of a writing on them that I got to know them. Oh. And then I intuitively, um, like the reconstruction card, then I already know kind of what, what that meaning is by what my, my guides are telling me. And a, a lot of people who do the tarot decks, they end up doing the same thing because they learn these cards so into you know personally that they mm -hmm. just weave in what they're getting intuitively for the person. I haven't I still have to read this deck because each <laughs> each fairy, thing. I know. And he's pointing at his throat too, isn't he? Yeah. Um, that each each deck had or uh, each card, each fairy has its own meaning. And so with that that uh it's um, Arvel Parrot. Arvel Parrot is him. And he is about communication. Oh, communication. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, uh, uh, so Avo points a, a light at his throat center. Um, it in, in the energy center of the throat is about communication. Fairies are great communicators. Yeah. They are. They're great communicators. They are ones that will trip you to make you fall so you can get grounded. Hmm. 
<laughs> or they'll uh, they'll um, they'll put your keys in another dimension, bring them back, so that oh. you don't that you pay attention to where you're at at the moment. Trying to just trying to get you to be mindful. Uh, get you to be mindful exactly. <clears throat> wow. So when I have these little like I lost uh, I didn't I did not lose my glasses. My glasses got put in a different dimension. That um that the three times that that happened to me that I would um uh that I, <laughs> that um I knew that it was my way to get a different perception in the three D world. So uh, Orion. Thank oh. you for showing up. This hey. is a gift for you to show up. Hello there. <laughs> hello there. There's a lot of um, overlap between core, um, card reading skills and dream uh, interpretation skills. Definitely. <coughs> definitely. Um, you can read dreams like you can, you can read um, oracle cards or fairy cards or, you know, like I have, I have just basic fairy cards, you know, and then I have basic angel cards, you know, that just... Yeah. Um, but each card kind of has a different feel when you when you ride with it, and um, and this one this one I think was brought up because of you, <laughs> <laughs> Regan, about your throat because throat is about communication, and well when yeah you know I hadn't thought of that right when you have problems with uh, throat with your throat and um, this is one thing I didn't talk to you about was is that you know there's different parts of us that work and so the throat chakra so the throat chakra will get acted up. If you are speaking too much or not speaking enough, and it's usually about speaking our truth, but it could, but then when you're thinking about speaking a truth, it's about discernment. And I have learned through the thread of discernment, discernment's about what I need to say to someone else at the same time. What do I need to say to me? So it's that communication. And then you had problems with your upper chest too, right? Um, well, it, yeah, it's, actually that's, I feel there's a tightness up in here. So that's also the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. So when you're dealing with, um, aches and pains of that, that whole breathing system, it's about breathing in your life. What are, what are you not breathing in that you can to inspire your life? Or what are you inspire? Are you getting way too much into what you're taking in? Yeah, so Are you diving mean, too deep? Yeah. So the card could mean you're, um, it could be that you need, you're not, what are you not communicating to others or what is it not communicating to yourself? Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to read the um, starter reading. Okay. okay. Um, clear communications are um, vital importance here. Um, strive for um, verbal brilliance. Listen carefully, be accurate, be willing to calmly debate the issue calmly debate the issue uh explore ideas with others open communication will enhance the chance of success all around you averill also suggests that you um quirt sorry dyslexic here uh q-u-e-r-e-n-t quirt watch for body language so watch the other people's body language now, if they're getting tense up, eh, maybe I shouldn't talk so much about what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. When you start talking about a subject, especially about things like the, that we're open to that other people aren't. Exactly. So look at the body language. Um, 
Ava also suggests that, uh, okay, the body language, um, in, incomplete sentences, unfinished thoughts, and try to discover what those signals are meant to be, um, to get across. <coughs> let's flip the coin over, since you're coughing, let's flip the, let's flip it um, to, so it's reverse. Reverse means is when cards are upside down, when we pull them. Uh, communication is blocked. Messages may go astray. Confusion is 70% likely and rising. Mm. Double check whenever possible. If you just heard someone say something out of character, it may be well that you misunderstood, uh, misunderstood it. Um, there may be missing email posts gone astray, important words unsaid. Someone may have uh, logistics, his, or uh, what is it? <clears throat> he might have his um, throat blocked by unspoken words. Useful information held in silence um, benefits no one, may harm yeah. the situation. So it's that kind of that fine line between speaking. Because you're, you tend to, you, you tend to be kind of more of like a follower yeah and so sometimes you may not speak your truth when you need to speak your truth yeah and i know right now that um we are going through a lot of things that we're relearning that we learned 20 years ago yeah really really we are mm -hmm. you know and i know a lot of us intuitives are struggling right now with even knowing what to do because a lot of us work in the upper chakras, you know, the, the, the throat, the third eye and the crown chakra. And when you're doing your, 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 um, shows and stuff, or your, uh, your, uh, when you're going into life between lives, you're using your upper chakras. Well, the earth right now is working through its lower chakras of, do I have enough gas? Do I have enough money? Do I have this? Do I have a home? Do I have food? How do I feel about myself? How do I feel about others? Am I really worthy of living? Am I worthy of not living? You know, a lot of these questions are all the lower chakras and, and our, this earth is really going through that. Well, a lot of us intuitives, we're always working with the upper chakras. We're yeah. not managing the lower chakras. And, and it's amazing that um, a lot of people are, are struggling, just struggling on, I have tools. How do I use them? I don't know how to use them. Yeah. And uh, I'm grateful that I've stayed in the 3D world enough to kind of get the, the knowings. Yeah. So, well, well that's, uh, yeah, the communication now is, is uh, it, it's funny too, <clears throat> in my regular therapy practice, um, so many of the issues that people have are just caused by bad communication. Mm -hmm. you know? Like I'll, I'll have a, maybe a woman that say it's having trouble with her husband and, and I'll say, well, if you told them that, and she goes, I can't tell them that, you know, or this is going to happen or whatever, you know? So they just, uh, they just, uh, they just suffer all the time because people that are supposed to be closest to each other, to be able to tell each other everything, they get to where they're the last person in the world that they would tell, you know, they'll tell their <laughs> friends about how they feel and everything like that to get some validation, but they won't. It's just, it's hard. Communication is not an easy thing, especially to tell the truth about your feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. 
I know, I know for me that, um, that, you know, with me working with a man in my relationship and I love him so dearly and, you know, I tell him when I talk about things, so it's not like I'm, I'm uh, sabotaging him, uh, that, that, you know, that it, it does take a big vulnerability step to trust that you can tell somebody. But the one thing that I always make sure that I check in with is my intention. Your what? Your intention? My intention. Yeah. My intention. Because if I can start out with the saying, saying, hey, babe, I'm going to say something that I'm struggling to say. Uh, there's the vulnerability. I'm struggling to say, you know, I just don't know how to say it. And I don't want to offend you. My intention. I don't want to offend you. But I just got to say this because it's me that's being bothered by this. Yeah. Can you take I, a moment to hear me? And then I'll take a minute to hear you, <laughs> you yeah. know, and that usually works. I, I think anytime that we communicate and we have any sort of negative intention at all, you know, like we're trying to get even with somebody, we're trying to be, um, uh, you know, we're trying to somebody, you know, we're trying to get them or whatever like this. It always has a, a bounce back negative effect. Uh, and you know what? Uh, here, this is a, maybe a, a apropos for what we're talking about. Um, I was in a relationship uh one time um and uh she she, we, she was from a different country than me and mm -hmm. so there was always this language barrier so every once in a while she would get all angry at me and i'm thinking what did i say you know what what's going on and she would say i think we need to break up you know and blah 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 and she was so strong about that that we would break up so i would <clears throat> find another place but uh something was telling me that um you know, I, I, there's something in communication and I knew there was a language barrier. Well, that happened about three times. And every time then the coworker at work, she would be talking to, and she would say, oh, that's not what he meant. When you, in English, when you say this, this is what it means, you know? And it really showed me just how words, if you grow up in a certain culture, different words mean different things. And, and um, it made me, to, made me be real careful about what I said and how I said it and to make sure that she would understand things. Mm -hmm. um, but I was going to send her an email because it seemed to me that uh, I, I uh, that we needed to get back together again. You know, like it wasn't done, you know? Yeah. And so I said, okay, I'm going to communicate here. I'm going to do this email and I'm going to make sure there's not one negative thing in there. I'm not going to try to, to try to say, you know, make her try to see my side of things or anything. I just wanted to send a, a, a loving email. So I wrote it. I went through it again. I kind of did a spiritual exercise that says, is there anything negative in here? Or is this just coming from love, you know? And uh, <clears throat> I waited another hour. It was like two o'clock in the morning by that time. And then I pushed send. <clears throat> and when I got up in the morning, um, <clears throat> when she got back to me, um, she just says, call me, call me, call me, call me, call me. You know, there was text after text because I had my, my phone off and everything. And so I called her and she was like, beside herself it was like oh my gosh uh and what had happened was when she opened the email just as she started to read it she started to hear this beautiful celestial music and so she would she would say well nothing's on here she'd go she'd look out the window there was nothing out there go downstairs no there was no sound then she would come back when she would start to read it again she was hearing this like this beautiful beautiful music you know and that just blew her away because she was just like, she had grown up in, in Russia and was told there was no God. And 
of course, getting with me, that's what we talk about, you know, and she had started <laughs> kind of opening herself up. Well, that happened four different times. So she knows there was no sound coming when they can only happen when she started reading the email and then she would hear this beautiful music. So wow. it proved to me that when you come totally from your heart, that, that when that person reads that, the energy from that, that good, pure energy that you're sending, uh, they're going to receive, you know, yes. so you're going to, in other words, you're going to get true communication, you know, true, honest communication. Uh, so I'll, I'll, that just taught me the biggest lesson, you know, to, and I tell that with my, my clients sometimes when they're corresponding with um, people they have issues with. I said, don't have, you got to have a pure intention, no negative agenda, or things are not going to get better. You're not mm -hmm. communicating properly, you know. Exactly, exactly. So, Orion, uh he um, said, uh, let's see, sore throat uh, can also happen in circumstances in which other, um, when otherwise, otherwise blocked communication is, sorry, I can't read today. <laughs> I'll read. It says sore throat can also happen in circumstances in which otherwise blocked communication is facilitated and flows freely for a change. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Because of fact that that a lot of times we're used to having blockages. <clears throat> we're used to not having communication. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can speak. And then it's like, it's almost like a, a waterfall that wants to come out. Yeah. And and it's well, a fine line. And then when we were talking about more communication, um, he says, great insight, Reed. <laughs> so, uh, so with that, but going, and that's what I started out this conversation about was, um, was about, the veil being thin. Well, when you're when you're reading something and you know that this is not real, you know, like like her hearing music, you know, somebody would say, ah, you're not hearing music. I can't hear music. So you're not hearing music. But when you know you've heard it. Yeah. That's when the other side, the veil, the angels, the those people, those beings that we don't see are sitting right here. Yeah. And they're whispering in our ears. And the, the song of love and the song of angels is the most beautiful song you'll ever hear. Yeah. I can't a, describe it. I can't a, describe it. I know you've heard it too, Regan. Well, I, I've heard it in, um, in contemplation sometimes or dreams. Um, in, um, and you probably heard it when you, were, when you crossed over for that short time. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, and that's one thing that I I, I want to add into these life between life um, sessions because I'm doing asking them all these questions. What are they seeing? They're seeing their their lost rel you know, their relatives on the other side. They're going before the council and getting all their questions answered and everything. But I always forget to ask them. Do you what do you you know listen and tell me? Can you hear any music? Um, because I they never mention anything about music, but when I like um, when I had that uh, client that was a, a, a dance instructor mm -hmm. and um, she was having a hard time finding a male uh, salsa partner uh, that was up to her quality, you know, because mm -hmm. she was so, so good. And she just keeps looking and trying out new people. And they're just, you know, so when we were uh, when she was on the other side, um, I got all of a sudden I thought I said, well, ask your guide that you're with right now. Is there a place here in heaven? that uh gives you inspiration for creating dance and the guide said yes and i said well can we go there and 
He said, sure. And immediately she was in this beautiful place. It was like a big dance hall. Mm. And there were people, these souls that were dancing all over. And she, I said, well, what, what kind of dance are they doing? And she goes, she goes, oh, over here, these uh, two people are doing the cha-cha and they're doing the waltz. And oh, wow, there's some people doing salsa right here. Well, that confused me. And then I thought, oh, sound, music. I said, what are they? I said, well, what band is playing? Because that's all different kind of dances and everything. And she says, they're all dancing to the music they need to hear for their dance. <clears throat> so that was that that made it real to her and it made it real to me. And then I said to the I said, ask the guide there if they're you know, who's the best salsa dancer or teacher up there? And they had a teacher that taught salsa to people in their dreams and and mm -hmm. and things. And I said, can she dance with him? And the guide said, let me ask. And he goes, sure, he'd be happy to dance with you. And it was so beautiful. Here she was in trance and she was having a dance with the best salsa teacher in heaven. And she said it was heavenly. She was just floating and it was just perfect, you know, and everything. So um, that made me, it's like she was hearing music, you know, it was the, the music and everything. So um, I'm glad we're having this conversation today. So when I have somebody there, I want to start asking because what I hear is the sound it, it, it's like in the Bible, it says the, in the beginning was the word. Mm -hmm. It shows that it like even sound comes before light. It's like there's the sound of our yes. existence. And then the light came and the combination of the two, what everything is made up of. And that's why music, you know, to some people, it's, if it wasn't music uh, for music, they, <laughs> they wouldn't want to be on this planet, you know, because music has such an influence. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very much right there. It's like music to me either brings me up. I mean, it's one of the few things that actually can bring me up when yeah. I'm, I, I'm through this winter time. I'm going to really work on um, practicing, turning on music when I get home so that at least I move my body. Cause yeah. it's like once music starts, I can't mo not move my body. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's just certain songs. And so that's part of, that's another way to work through a lot of our, um, our, our processes that we're going through um, is get physical. If we're being really mental, do something physical. Yeah. Because that helps you move through those. Because a lot of times we're up in those upper chakras. Uh, hi, Patty. Um, we're up in our um, upper chakras, but we need to do the physical lower chakras to process through the emotions and the, and the upsets or the, the greatness and, and, you know, all those things that are happening to us. Yeah. So communication then, um, it is interesting because you would think it would be so the easiest thing in the world to talk to people about what you feel, mm -hmm. you know, or what you think and that. And sometimes that can be most difficult, um, uh, especially, um, you know, like I say, in regular therapy with my clients, uh, setting boundaries is always a big thing. And we were talking about a few times before. And all that is, is just having words come out of your mouth to somebody in a good way, trying to set, tell someone what your boundaries and things are, but is a, just this huge fear. Well, you know, people, um, interesting, it's probably connected a little bit to that fear of, of, uh, of, uh, having to speak in public, you know, I mean, that's the people fear that more than death. A lot of times. I know, people. I know. And I, I, I've been to both sides of that coin. Cause I, I was very fearful of speaking period. You know, people would say, Natasha, how are you? I'm good. And that would be my, my tone 
that would yeah. be who I am. Now I'm saying I'm doing great. I hope you're doing just as great. You know, it's like I there's the banter back and forth now. Uh, yeah. So Orion says, um, "Want me to read it?" Please. <laughs> okay. Orion's been great, great today. It's nice to have um, people listening and chiming in. Uh, literally, it's not only about the sounds of music. Various music communities bring people together for better connection and communication, and it does keep people alive. Yeah, I agree. Yes. That that's that's to totally true. Um, and I yes. guess you know, even if you if you want to dissect this further, the type of music that people listen to probably has a lot to do with the type of communication that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, like like. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. well, exactly. Yeah. Like, um, like, uh, there is that, you know, when we have a get together, a lot of times we'll put on that low background, quiet yeah. music. And, and if we want to, you know, get up and get moving, we'll put on more Razzy move music, you know? Yeah. yeah like, you know, when you think about it, a party without music, isn't a party. You know, no, I know, right? I know. Yeah, it's like exactly. sometimes someone forgets to put on the music and everybody's singing. No, sons of, oh, wait a minute. We got to put on some background music. The whole party changes and becomes more cohesive. Exactly. And exactly. Well, I know that there's a lot of angry <laughs> kids who I mean, I grew up listening to like ACDC, um, um, Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, um, the Scorpions, you know, um, a lot of all that genre of music and there were times when i had to be careful what songs that i would listen to yeah and um and there's so many songs that sing to someone but if we keep listening to a song over and over again that's kind of downer it will circle us down. I know for me that when I was going through troubles, I would dance to, um, uh, uh, oh God, this is a problem with dyslexia with me. Sometimes when I want to say a name, it pops out of my head and my, I go, just drop it, just drop it. I've been doing this lately. Sorry, my, my dyslexia has been triggered. Uh, so I get, I can talk spiritually, but when it comes to logistics, <laughs> yeah. I struggle, I struggle, I struggle. Well, you know, um, I think science and in music, um, uh, they're talking about like different uh, sounds will vibrate at the different chakras of your body. Yes. You know, like uh, a lot of times uh, for teenagers and things, this the hard, you know, the rock and roll like that is is more in the sexual area. Yes, you know, the rap. You know, kind mm -hmm. of yeah. You know, the rap usually thing. rap is usually around the second chakra. Yeah. Um, and, and I can feel that, that, that rap is around the second chakra. Um, and then there's, a um, uh, the classical type music sings around the heart chakra. Yeah. The classical, yeah. you know, just that old singing. Yeah. I've actually, um, uh, been to, uh, even in my older years, uh, I went with a friend to, um, uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think uh, what kind of music I, I want to say uh, trance, or it's just something with the beat, the beat, mm -hmm. the beat, you know, like this. And <clears throat> I found that that's like mesmerizing, because mm -hmm. you know, like, that's the heart like, chakra. Yeah, it's it's the heartbeat of the mind, and it's the heartbeat of the heart. Yeah, and you find yourself kind of going into trance. 
you know, mm-hmm. just listening there. It's like you, you, it's like you step into a little different world, you know, and then I would go outside and there'd be people out there just communicating and talking. <clears throat> and th- they were the, you know, they were the nicest people, you know, I mean, oh my gosh, they were just, you know, and, and they were younger group, you know, I was kind of the old guy. So they would wonder well, what's an old guy doing here, you know, but <clears throat> it was really, um, it was a, kind of a neat experience. And I got to really listen to think that every generation, they kind of <clears throat> have us, you know, there's a different type of music that's popular, but people gravitate to different venues because of, and I think it has to do with the beat as much mm-hmm. as it does with the music, you know, exactly. <clears throat> because exactly. of the, just think about the drum circles, you know, that people have all over and, mm-hmm. you know, just beating the drum and how, what a spiritual thing that that is, you know, because it's exactly. That, that vibration you know well and that's that's you know like i was talking about how the veil has been really thin especially this holiday season and yes halloween and and all saints day to me it's a holiday you know because the the way that spirit does with it but when you're talking about music that's the vibration between it's as thin as the 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 line between regan and i almost you know it's that it's it's so thin and and when we feel that beat of let's say a drum like i i have a couple of drums like a native american drum yeah and when i do that drum it actually drums on one side of the veil to the other side of the veil i wish i could put my hand into you (laughs) because you know that that side and that vibration really is palatable in its navigation and that's why when I drum, like my, my drum that I have in here, the fairies wanted me to make it for them. The Fae did. And so when I drum with that, it, it's just a little bit off tune sometimes because the Fae are off tune with me sometimes. Yeah. You know, so it's it's one of those things. Um, oh, Psytrance tends to be uplifting. Goth industrial music lends itself to a form of non-toxic negativity, which can be cathartic and joyful in its own counterintuitive manner. Yes. <laughs> that's a that's a mouthful. <laughs> Thank right you there. for reading that because I wouldn't have been able to. That's um, let me read that again. Oh, okay. oh no, no, no. I'll read. It. I'll do it again. Okay, so wait a minute. Uh, Psytrance tends to be uplifting. Okay, that's probably what I was drawn yes. to. Yes. That mm-hmm. you know that boom. It was just a, a nice and um, and then goth industrial music lends itself to a form of non toxic. Okay, now that's interesting. Non toxic negativity. Now that seems to be an oxymoron. No, but I can understand that statement. Can you? Okay, explain that. I don't understand what he's saying. There. So non toxic negative, which can be cathartic. So many times when a vibration hits where we're at so if let's say we're down we're 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 um depressed and we have music that is at that level it's it's a non-toxic thing because it's at our level and it's cathartic but it's still negative does that make sense (laughs) so in other words so in other words when something meets us where we're at yeah it's not negative in other words, Yet somebody, somebody looking in will see it as negative, but we, where we're, if it meets us where we're at, it's cathartic. It's, it's, it's in our, it's in our vibration. It's in okay. our knowing. 
uh, define the word cathartic because I've heard that many oh, times. Cathartic is almost like a heartbeat. Oh. It's it's rhythmic. It's 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 okay. It's it's um yeah. It's um perceived as being negative. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Is what he said. Um. So with that, so it's perceived as negative. Yet at the same time, though, many times it's not for us personally. So it's it's meeting us where we're at. And he said, releasing. Thank you. So with that, that, that it's meeting us where it's at. So it's, re, it's releasing that negativity. Yet at the same time, though, if we stay there too long, it can really keep us there. It's hmm. kind of like for me when I um, when I watch like a Hallmark movie. And I'm kind of feeling um, melancholy and sad and down. It meets me where I'm at. But yet at the same time, the difference between having a story that's always negative and sad and, and, mm -hmm. and, and it, you know, like somebody's got murdered in it and then they're dealing with the, that grief and everything like that. If I went through that, I would stay there. But the difference between the Hallmark movie for me would meet me where I'm at, but at the end it lifts me up. Yeah. So it's not going to keep me at that level. It's going to help me move forward. Well, so it's that, it's that interaction. Would that be like if, say, you're going through grief and you're drawn to this really sad music and it's mm -hmm. helping you to, in other words, meeting you, it's, it's, it's right with you and it's helping you to bleed out that, that yes. sadness. Yeah, it, the best thing to do is like I watched... Um, like touching a, my dad passed away and I, I don't know if you remember the show touched by an angel. Oh yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I, it was my weekly cry <laughs> <laughs> because if I didn't sit in it, I couldn't process through it, expect, accept where it was at to move forward. And that's, that's that part of, um, of that being in the moment where we're at. Yeah. Oh, now I, I don't know why I thought of it. I guess because of the sadness or something, but I watched the whole, I took me three days to watch it. And I, it was called uh, underground railroad. Uh, mm. It came out on, uh, I think it's Netflix or prime. I think it's Netflix. Yeah. I think it was Netflix that did it. Uh, the, the man that it's at like eight hours and um, it, you don't know until about the second or maybe it's the end of the first hour and all of a sudden he, he goes from real to being kind of uh, surreal, you know, like there is an actual railroad underground in this thing, you know, that, that the, uh, uh, you know, that the slaves of the time would, would go mm -hmm. to. And then it becomes this other dimension that he goes to. And then he comes back to real. And then it was a way of showing <clears throat> all of the, the, the crazy things that we humanity's done to itself, you know, with slavery and everything, but showing it in a, <clears throat> in a it's just, I don't know, it's haunting me in a way because it's, it's, but it, I needed to be haunted, I think, this week, because <laughs> <clears throat> maybe because of Halloween. But it really, <clears throat> really shows you humanity, you know, I mean, and, and how, uh, even though we're in this beautiful spiritual world, there's the opposite that goes totally to the opposite, which is very hard to look at about what human beings can do to other human beings when we're oh, not. the pendulum. No, to yeah. do, to do. I, w I like it when it does this nice rhythm. Talk about rhythm. <laughs> but it very rarely does. And, oh, I just, I, 
I know that I could probably watch that show, but oh. it, it's stepping into a truth that it's just like, <laughs> yeah. For me. And, and well, you know, uh, uh, in other words, there's this big fight back in the sphere of critical race theory uh, that's, uh, you know, uh, going around where people are going to school boards and saying, you can't teach that here. In other words, uh, people don't want to look at the truth. You know, they, they don't want to look at what what we've really done. So oh, it's it's sad and it's scary and it's really hard. That's what shadow work is. Yeah. That's where that music like um, that that stirs us. You know, like some people have a hard time listening to rap because it it stirs us in the wrong place. But looking into that why can really help us navigate through this. So uh, let's see. He wrote. Um, yes. Okay. Thank you, Arthur's Ryan, for speaking up here. <clears throat> happens when we feel all the feels and it feels rough, but it's like the difference between healing pain as opposed to the pain of a festering wound. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, <clears throat> isn't that interesting that the, the uh, you know, we always talk about pain. We kind of lump it into one category. It just means mm -hmm. we're just, we don't like what we're feeling. It's, it's awful to feel but there's physical pain and then there's that emotional, emotional pain, pain. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and i've had so many clients say i wish you know i wish my dad would have just beat me instead of uh, <laughs> instead of saying these awful things to me all the time mm -hmm. you know and some of the awful things that that, that that were said to them um uh you know like a wound you see it heal and it goes away and then there's no scar most of the time but sometimes verbal abuse it just, it's like a festering, you know. It is. It is. I had, I, had a I had a student today that <clears throat> confined in me that somebody made fun of her, um, her Halloween outfit. And she made it herself. Oh. It was her own inspiration that made it. And a good friend made fun of it. And she just was like, and now my back hurts. <laughs> ah. You know, and it was right in back of the heart chakra. And I couldn't tell her this, you know, because her yeah. heart got hurt. And so her back, because chakras are, are 360, full circle, that, that the back of her heart hurt. And it was like, and, and I talked her through it. And we, I kind of, I, I gave her different, I always say to the kids, you know, somebody's always going to do this to you. Somebody's always going to say something to you that doesn't feel right. Yeah. What do you believe about you? What do you believe about you? I know I'm seeing a magnificent person here, but what do you believe about you? And that's that story that, that I'm trying to help kids get. Yeah. You know, yeah. that um, we're always going to have somebody. There's you know? a book of anybody watching this now or in the future, um, a book that I would recommend is, is you know, something that everybody should read at some point in their life and that's the, the i think we talked about this one time before natasha it's called the four agreements oh uh, yes it's a yes. short it's a small little Ooh. book but it it is so powerful i sold million you can get it online for probably two or three or four dollars you know mm -hmm. uh it's just called it's the beautiful. four agreements it's right there <laughs> oh you have it right there yeah and um that one of the, the agreements in there it's in other words that these four agreements if you make them with yourself your life is going to be much more beautiful and everything. She's going to go get it. And um, 
it's a it's there it is it's a book that stuck with me for 20 years you know uh and uh my uh my ex-wife friend uh recommended it to me and um uh she's um you know very uh very christian belief you know uh mm -hmm. but and this is kind of metaphysical a little bit but i was surprised that but it, someone at church had actually uh, recommended it to her and then she recommended it to me um and one of the agreements in there i'm not sure which of the four it is but it's saying that when anybody uh compliments you or criticizes you he says you really you really have to have the mindset to say that that person's coming from their belief system and their you know whatever's happened to them in their life and what they're saying to you whether it's a compliment or a criticism that doesn't mean that that's you you know because they're coming from a you know we all like to get compliments and everything but when someone says something bad to us and then we take it on and we say wait a minute that person's coming from their own consciousness and their has own nothing consciousness. to do nothing to do with you you know so exactly uh, that and that's that's why i said it's like like if you go to to look at paintings and stuff one person will walk up and say oh that's ugly Another person, and then they walk over here and go, "Oh, that's beautiful." Another person will walk up and go, "Oh, that's beautiful," and that and that's one's right. ugly. And it's just perception. So the four agreements is um, be impeccable with your words, don't take anything personal. There you go. Uh, don't make assumptions. Always do your best. Always do your best. Yeah. Always and oh, yeah. Always. Uh, um, if you promise something, always you know stay at your word. You know, yeah. doing your best. If you, yeah, if you so if don't take if, things personally. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And when he explains it in there, in the four agreements, as I'll mention again, um, and you really take those to heart, you yep. really, and and it's, oh, Miguel Ruiz. There we go, Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this is um, got more than just the four agreements in it. That's it's right, got, because he wrote um, a couple other books. Yeah, it's um, The Voice of Knowledge and then um, The Mastery of Love. So. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed um, reading all this, but that's the thing about, um, it's funny how the fairies decided that they were going to send us off into another, com com that's the fairies. Isn't that funny? It's like, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> it's like I was dealing with, we were um, going on to a, 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 a retreat one time and we rode on the fairies, you know, cause we live in the oh, Washington yeah. state mm -hmm. and there's, we have the, the, the legitimate fairies that we take to get from one Island to another. Mm -hmm. Well, we ended up getting off the wrong, off onto the wrong ferry. Oh or, no! And then we had to, to to get back on the ferry again to go to another to another island. And I go, isn't that isn't that funny how the ferries got us on off the ferry back on the ferry so that we can ride the ferry so that we can yeah. do get to our better decision, uh, you know? <laughs> but that's well, the ferry know, talk. <laughs> I'm even though I believe in ferries because I know in in trance on this life between life thing there's we have case histories through the newton institute where uh, people find themselves uh embodied in as a fairy in another lifetime yes. you know and it uh it surprises the client as much as it does the us when we're you know because uh leprechauns fairies gnomes <laughs> yeah everybody isn't that um, the face of innocence but it's not at all innocent <laughs> yeah so yeah. i'm I'm just getting comfortable in that zone. And um, uh, on the internet, uh, what came up on Quora, a man published, uh, he put a bunch of his pictures up there. And over the last 20 years, he's been able to, his camera has caught uh, fairies on film. 
And yes. he says, there, a lot of people are going to say that they think I'm, I, I did something to these. He says, you're going to think that CGI or that I'm trying to pull your leg. But he says, look, I'm just, yeah, I'm just letting you know that these are real. And I, I, I really believe them, you know. Uh, well, and, and, and they'll see something like this out of the corner of their eye. Mm -hmm. But this guy, he, he's, he's fey. He's going to be mischievous. Yet at the same time, he's doing it for the better. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, we, we, and there's something that I, I watch the cryptic, cryptic channel a lot. And there's been this one about um, these tall stick type figures. Well, tall they're the tree. Yeah. They're tree. really tall. And, um, and these guys are part of the tree clan. They're part of the they're part of the star beings slash to me fairies are star beings of this planet. Yeah. You know, they're just they just decided to, to be on our planet for and they're the star beings. So they're um they're very they're very tall, but they're part of the um they're just part of the the they look like almost trees and they're part of the the helping us through a lot of our grief. And um, a lot of our, um, I don't know if he's got a picture here. Of, you know, there, um, there's just so, you know, so much to life more than we see, you know? I mean, it's like there's more, actually, it's like they say in the ocean right now, we know that there's thousands of species of things that, in the ocean that we have yet to discover. Mm -hmm. you know, because we keep discovering new forms of life uh, every year. Um, so, yeah, I'm just now kind of getting comfortable with that. But I remember there was a man who was an expert in fairies, and he, he, he I wish I remember the name of his book, but he goes all over the country and does these seminars where he teaches people how to see them. In other words, how you can um, uh, get to the same vibration, I guess, as the fairies and actually see them. And the, these, um, his talks are packed full, and there's people that are there that have seen them and that, that everything. Mm -hmm. And it, it just shocked me that much. You know, that was kind of my opening is saying, okay, instead of just discounting it, that this can't be happening, there's so much evidence that it is, let me just explore that and, and, and be open to it, you know? Well, a lot of, a lot of times, Fae and, and angels come in orbs and, and loved ones come in orbs. So, um, there's the Fae that fly, there's the, the, the ground Fae, you know, so some that don't fly. The ones that fly, you'll notice that they're kind of loosely colorful and they'll fly either like ice eye level or a little bit below. Hmm. So they'll be flying and they'll fly usually like around plants or, or um, but they're usually in this level. Now, fairies, I mean, angels will be a nice color. They'll be like the rainbow colors and they'll be more up higher they'll be like um window height or upper window height ceiling mm -hmm. height you'll see them more up there loved ones they float in between those realms mm. and they're usually orbs now in if you get like a, a shot of like light that goes pshoom through those are uh -huh. usually fairies and usually if they're on the grass the because they move so fast they're the dark uh, they're the the dark <coughs> things that we see out of the corner of our eye a lot of times when you want to see um, the spirit world, you almost have to get your eyes where they're unfocused. Yeah. And we, then you look, you look outside mm -hmm. your peripheral vision. Mm -hmm. And that's when you can usually see them. 
You know, it's like those um, uh, paintings that they have where you stare at them and you, you look without focusing. I mean, you just kind of look you know, however you described that a minute ago. But then in a minute, all of a sudden you see what's behind the, the, the words behind the uh, photograph or something. You know, I don't know what they call those, but um, it really shows you what you know that the veil we're seeing is thin. that but we're not seeing it unless we really exactly. focus exactly and that's the thing is is that i was going to talk about how you know the difference between ghosts and spirits and and you know we're getting a lot of hauntings lately because we're getting things on film finally yeah. um but it's like the veil is so thin it's as thin as the line between regan and i you know, it's like you can reach through it and go, yeah, what's over there? It's kind of like my hand disappearing, you yeah. know, it, it, but it's still in that other realm. And it's just amazing how close spirit is to us. But it is about boundaries and it is about protection and it is about saying, you know, I'm sorry that you're here, um, but please move on. You know, and and there's another way to do it. If somebody has something in their house, please get a hold of me because I can help you clear your home. <laughs> I can help you clear your home. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so we've, we've covered us. a lot of things. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said Halloween. Yeah. Behind us for another year. Uh, <clears throat> one thing was fun on uh, Friday. Uh, Patty and I walked to town. And I'm getting, beginning to love uh, Marin County more all the time because they have like seven or eight cities that are clustered within a mile or two of each other. And uh, each one has a, a, a downtown kind of, it's like villages more than like cities, you know? Mm -hmm. And the, the people really, I don't know, it's just nice. It's like we went to a restaurant on the rooftop looking down and they had uh, thousands of people below us that were they closed off the downtown area and it was uh where all of the businesses were giving out candy to kids you Aww, know so they walked sweet. all the way you know it's about a quarter to half mile up one side down the other and they were each business had people out there giving stuff and then they had uh you know band out there and food and and it was a big celebration and just seeing all these little kids come out of the woodwork you know all over town in their costumes and and um and observe we were we were eating and looking down on them just observing the kids and how much energy they had you know from all that candy and they were like oh my gosh they were like wind-up toys you know the parents were having to grab them because they were running and you know and they were they were so happy though these kids like not a care in the world and i watched this one little boy skipping he was so happy and he was skipping you know like this and i thought you know, wouldn't it be weird if we could remain that joyful and I could just see grown men like my age skipping? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you never exactly. See that. You know, and you, I but know. you want to. I think as guys, we want to skip sometimes, but of course, you know, we're going to look silly if, if we do. But we that joy that they were just happy, you know, <clears throat> there. So it was, um, it was, uh, that was the good side of, uh, of Halloween. You know, I know we noticed that, that some of the kids at our school, um, <laughs> A couple of the um, campus safety were saying, you know, this kid who never talked to me because he was in costume, he actually talked to me, you know, and it was because the, the vulnerability was a little bit. They can put on a different persona. Yeah. Well, know, that's was really cool. <clears throat> that's what I did. You know, being a children's entertainer for years. Uh, can you imagine looking at me now that I was Barney at uh, children's birthday parties? You know, and I was, uh, I had a Power Ranger. I had a, a guy make authentic looking uh, 
we had Barney look just like Barney on TV, you know, and I oh, had to learn geez. how to talk like him. And, and, uh, and I was, uh, uh, one of the power Rangers. Actually, I had, I had the different scarves and different colors for each power Ranger. So I could be whichever one, you know, and I was, <laughs> oh, I, was Batman. So cool. <laughs> I was Batman at kids parties. And, uh, I mean, sometimes on a weekend I'd be six different characters, you know, just changing in the cars I'm driving sometimes, you know, pulling off a, the Batman costume and putting on something else, you know, so, <laughs> oh, good job and, being you. <laughs> I, almost, I almost feel embarrassed to say that anymore, you know, but, um, cause it was a different me, but it, it was, um, it was the children that I loved, you know, that mm -hmm. innocence that, 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 I don't know, there's nothing better. Like I used to do school assemblies, you know, I do these magic ventriloquial shows and I think the happiest maybe I've ever felt performing is for, uh, kindergartners, first graders, second graders, third graders, and hearing like three or 400 of them laughing their heads off, you know, for, uh, you know, being a ventriloquist, I had a talking dog that was very irreverent, you mm -hmm. know, and we'd do things behind my back and he would say things that would be putting me down in a kind of a funny way, you know? Yeah. And the kids would just, I don't know, it was just that love of laughter, mm -hmm. you know, that, uh, uh, that laughter brings. And, and sometimes I see these, um, third graders or six, seven year olds and five year olds. And I, part of me gets sad a little bit because I know that pretty soon life's going to get real serious for them. You know, I always and, say that that fourth grade for most kids is the turn between innocence, looking at life with a little bit of innocence and turning it to more looking at life with some reality. Yeah. And I know that a lot of kids live in stuff that reality is strong from day one. I mean, we've got some kindergartners that know things that they shouldn't know. Um, but at the same time, though, it, it, that that innocence and, and it's magical to be there. And and that's one thing that going back to music brings out that part of me, you know, and that's one thing I'm hoping that people can do is find that thing that does bring out their joy in them. Because that is the one thing that's going to get us through. And I know a lot of us are going into the holidays and struggling with, I want to be with somebody. I can't be with someone. You know, boy, I wish I could have been with them last year because now they're not here this year. Um, you know, all these different emotions. And if you can just find something that's a little bit joyful, it'll help you get through it. It'll help you get yeah. through it. So, Regan, we're at the last we're, moment here. Yeah. Time well, flew by. Thank you for showing up. I'm I, I'm grateful that you got some chance to sleep. Yes. Yeah. You know, I feel a little better that I uh, that I slept, and so I'm I'm just uh, <clears throat> hope I'm I'm gonna uh, when we go out a little later, I'm gonna see if I can find some of that honey that uh, you know in the the right the right thing. Oh, there's Veronica. Yep. Hey, yeah. Veronica. I and I, I'm so oh, grateful. I mean, I put in there that we were going to talk about you know spirits and ghosts and stuff. Well, he kind of did through fairies. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, but it, it, <laughs> but that's the thing about fairies. They derail us all the time. So I'll just yeah. go with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. Oh, thanks, Orion. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, contributing today. That was yes. uh, pretty good stuff about the music. I know, uh, Orion is, uh, uh, really, um, I don't know. He's very intuitive himself. And uh, especially when it tell. comes to uh, music, you know, he's created some really good music. I've listened to some of his stuff. It's uh, uh, really good. Uh, that I way. would love to have a conversation with you, Orion, because I think that we could we could have some really good. I because 
I, I love he's, having conversations with somebody who can understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I know. I think so. He's, uh, he, he surprises me sometimes with his um, intuitive abilities. Very, you know? very old soul. And that's probably why yeah. um, there's some struggles in life is to the reality is not matching up with what the knowing could be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you um, with Orion there? I mean, with his permission, he, Orion, chime in. Uh, he's going through um, a time trying to get uh, situated in a new place to live and uh, and then also new job because of COVID what happened where he's looking for something better, you know, but um, he's um, he's looking for a new place to live. And it's uh, because the place he's in, they're being forced out and he's trying to find a, an affordable place that he can go in a happy environment, you know, and um Ryan, can you give her permission just to maybe if, see if she can see what might help? Well, I know that he, that he said this, but I don't know um, if that. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, permission granted. Okay. So, Orion, um, thank you for giving me permission because I, I do not try to tap into somebody until yeah. they do give me permission. That's my my intention and my honor for you. Um, so what I'm getting is, is that uh, that there is you're gonna okay how do i put this please leave no rock unturned so in other words um check everything you can um check out everything that, that's given to you check out what you can you're gonna hear no 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 but the one that you thought would be no will be a yes oh. so keep checking out what you're getting because you never know what's going to be leading you to it yeah and it's so gonna just... it's one of those things that, that that and you may not feel like this doorway is going to be a doorway you're going to want to walk through but you're going to find out that that doorway is going to be the doorway to another doorway ah uh. so keep going forward and that's about your job and that um you look a little bit south from where you are now a little bit south a little bit south from where you're at now is what I'm hearing, uh, and and you'll it'll be within driving distance of basically where you're at now, your home, um, the job, um, the job. You know, you're in the midst of of needing to shift up your reality about what you can do with your job. Um, this is your shakeup call. You're putting limits on yourself that that um, that are that you don't need to be uh on you please think beyond what your brain wants to, you to do yeah your it's soul very, is telling you listen to your soul it's telling you your brain has a habit of shutting you down but your soul wants you to grow bigger than you are so with that that um listen to more your soul conversations about what you should be talking and looking at for jobs and remember, walk into doors that you don't think you walk through the doorways. There we go. Don't walk into doors, <laughs> but walk through the doorways of, um, of places where you do not think that there be, might be opportunity because you never know where there's opportunity. Oh, that's good advice. Okay. So basically this whole theme is about is, is that um, the limitations that you think are there aren't going to be there. And it's what good. you manifest. You're a manifester. Manif you're an amazing manifester. So you've been a little bit on the darker side of manifesting. Shift that over. Shift that over. You've got the ability. you got the ability. Good, good. Thanks, Natasha. You're, um, 
Oh, okay. So failure that's led to success. Of how a failure led to success. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Definitely, definitely. Um, so no, no stone unturned. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, then uh, the brain versus awareness of things is accurate. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, He's a good soul. The shadow He's a really made, good soul. Yeah, for a minute. You know, that's that's the thing about right now. And right now, the, the negativity, the lower chakras, that, that emotion is very palatable. And, and we have to learn to separate ourselves from what is theirs. <laughs> And out there in the energy field and what our individual path is. Our individual <clears throat> path is. So in other words, like the idea of when COVID first started and we were shutting down the schools, I was on the radio for the first time. We have the ability to be opposite of what's really out there, especially us who are manifestors. Yeah. And Orion, you're a manifester. Keep it up. Keep it up. Believe yeah. in good. If you need to light a candle to keep you keep light in your life, light a candle to keep light in your life. Okay? You have okay. blessings coming to you, my dear. It's you believing it that they can be there. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll, I'll sign off with telling people how they can get a hold of me. I'm at okay. visittheafterlife.com. Um, and uh, I'm with the uh, one of the 220 or so uh, trained therapists with the Newton Institute. And um, we're scattered all over the world. Uh, and what we do is we have a process where uh, we help you achieve a deep state of trance, which almost anybody can do. And uh, in that state, you have a natural ability to uh, expand your awareness to through the veil to the other side. So, um, you know, we have a way of allowing you to spend a couple hours on the other side. Uh, and uh, while you're there, there's so much love and so much light that you'll feel. And the uh, souls on the other side are more than happy to give you uh, good advice on your life, uh, like what your mission is, what your, why you were born, um, you know, to help. It's, it's, it's like having a, a whole bunch of life coaches that know you in and out. And uh, it's just, it's a life-changing process for some people. So you can get a hold of me at uh, visittheafterlife.com. There's videos on there. Uh, you can see a young lady going through the process. Uh, and you'll be surprised if you want to, uh, uh, I had someone come to me this week that just wanted a past life regression. She didn't want to do the, uh, the fancy stuff for now. And it, it just blew her away how easy it was and how mm -hmm. much uh, insightful information she got about her life, uh, by visiting a past one. So, uh, I can do it, uh, online, uh, or in person anywhere in California here. Otherwise I, I see people all over the country, um, uh, through Zoom or Skype. So how, what about you, Natasha? Well, you can, <laughs> I'm going to read what Orion. So, uh, okay. So cancer rising, um, and elevation of moon Chiron, uh, good read. Thanks. You're welcome. And you're talking to a double cancerian. I have a sun and a moon in cancer. I understand emotions. <laughs> I understand walking through what other people's feelings are because I'm so, um, uh, you know, I, I just get, I just get. So with that, that, that cancer has a lot of, we want to be the crab that wants to kind of go under and I don't want to deal with this. It's time to get the hard shell on, walk crooked to get to where you need to go. <laughs> That's what I've gotten. I don't walk a straight line anymore. I walk crooked <laughs> to get yeah. to where I need to go. <laughs> it gets me there a little bit faster sometimes. 
<laughs> Blessings to you, Orion. So you can reach me at um, angelicclarifications.com. And when we're um, navigating through life and working through life, I've had so many people say, I've had been going to uh, a counselor for a while now. And this one session got me years ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, uh, so he, he timed it. Um, awesome. I also have 29 can, uh, a Scorpio in the fifth house for, te yes. And, um, scorpions are like, um, are like, uh, desert when they hold emotions because, uh, scorpions are also water signs, which is about emotions. And I, I always picture scorpions like a desert, um, scorpion, with a thunderstorm that has a dry glitch when the floods come through and scorpions have to usually go in and hide for a little while. Well, that's how scorpions deal with their emotions. They have to kind of almost process them first before they can navigate through them. And so it's kind of interesting how you work through these different signs and, and navigation. So good job, Orion, for knowing these things. Cause, cause you know, this Chiron and, and the, um, and the uh, and doing a lot of that work, those are shadow works. And us Cancerians, we got the tools to do it. We got the tools to do it. So with that, you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. I have time for appointments, and I love having sessions, Zoom, in person, on the phone, whatever can do. And this is just an example of the kind of readings I can do. And I do work with a lot of different processes. Like Regan can go in and do um, meet guides and stuff. I have a meditation where we go, we go into a path and we walk into finding what we need to find. And it's you having the visions through that process. Yeah. And I love to, to support other people's minds going into what they can know about who they are. I just, this is my life calling. I am so grateful to be able to help. So angelicclarifications.com. So Regan and I are here every Monday at four on um, Natasha Venter YouTube and Facebook page. And now I'm on Twitter or we're on Twitter. And then on Wednesdays, I am on Life Clarifications with Natasha on the same channels at four o'clock. Blessings to you, Regan. Super. I hope you feel better and may yeah. that cough do the do the work it's supposed to do to wake up that throat chakra and then heal itself along the way. I'll let you know how the honey worked. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Thanks, good. Uh, for everybody listening today and Orion, thank you for your input. Um, really helped keep the conversation going. And Veronica, always good to see you as always. It's always nice, isn't it? Veronica's here so much of the time. I, I am constantly blessed by that woman. Constantly yeah. blessed by that woman. Orion, thank you for being who you are. You are an amazing being who's just going through the stripping away of the bandages so that you can see the way to go. Yeah. I, My I, blessings I, to all. Something good's going to happen. It's gonna, I just can see him uh, getting settled. And, and um, he's got so much love in his heart. And I can see him in a job where he could really mm -hmm. light up the place, you know, where he's working. So it's yep, great. Yep, yep, Okay. Well, blessings to all. Patty's here, and I got uh, I got to get get this place in order here. So <laughs> I can hear her clanking in the background. Blessings yeah. to all, my love okay. to all, and remember the next moment can change your world. Believe that, please. Yeah. See you next week.